0: Hello. (laughs) Cool. Um, Here we are. We are here. Um, All right. So this is something a little new to the both of us, I guess. Um, My name is Katya.
1: And uh, my name is (laughs)
0: Kyle. And we're going to be talking about nerd stuff because we're both uber nerds. Yeah, that's how it goes.
1: It's more fun to be a nerd. (laughs) Why, Why be cool when you can rant about WandaVision for 20 minutes? A recording.
0: Yeah, why be a normie? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right, so yeah, WandaVision is something that the internet has been talking about a lot lately.
1: It's kind of popular these
0: so, days. So, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, Marvel released media for the first time in over a year, and the internet went crazy.
1: <laughs> yes, it is good. As someone who, at first, did not like it, you know, watched the first five minutes of the first episode, decided it wasn't for me, and then didn't watch it until the third one came out, and then someone was like, you should probably try that again. So I tried it again, and I watched the third episode, like many people did, and realized it was actually a cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I've been been, uh, on that hype train ever since.
0: As you should be. I I can't relate. I was hooked from the first episode, and I've already watched it twice because I'm watching it with a group of friends, and then I rewatch mm-hmm. it again with my parents, and I point out all the stuff that they missed. It's really funny, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's, it's
1: kind of crazy. They are really... It's a really dark show, and they have taken it in stride, you know? They're not sugarcoating it like Marvel normally does. They're not sugarcoating Mm -hmm. anything, which is nice. Mm -hmm. They're just, they're letting the dogs play. And it is really, really quite horrific when you think about it. (laughs) And the more you look into it, it gets worse and worse. You know, Wanda has her dead husband reanimated in her reality where she's trapped an entire town to do her bidding. And, you know, spoiler alert, now she's brought back her dead brother who looks like the much cooler quicksilver from the X-Men universe. And
0: yeah.
1: you know, they have it's they've got, you know, they've tried to kill Wanda like twice at this point. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's something fair else. fair warning. F- fair warning from this point forward, if you haven't already figured it out, there will be spoilers in this.
1: Oh, yeah. I should have said that earlier. It's
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have. That's fine. Um So wandavision is certainly different than a lot of the other marvel tv shows that we've seen so far like i certainly feel like i'm actually watching like an actual marvel movie if you've seen agents of shield like it's kind of disconnected from the mcu like you know it's canon but it just doesn't quite feel right i guess i don't know uh wandavision has all these like um cameos and all these easter eggs that one, it's making us all like English teachers, and we're analyzing every minute of the show. But also, it's like it gives us like reassurance that this is something that's happening in the MCU universe. That I just that MCU is you know, whatever, uh, and it kind of it it makes it so it's yeah. more not only interesting but more engage, engaging for the audience. I don't like. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think a big part of it is you have. More right, Agents of Shield has what? I haven't seen the full Agents of Shield thing, but
0: Neither have I. I have, lost interest. <laughs> they have Colson.
1: I'm sure Maria Hill probably makes mm-hmm. some appearances. They have some call outs, Sif I think is in a one episode, but it's it's not it's not necessary to watch for one thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're not main screen characters coming in and doing right. it's a very much a side show about side characters doing side quests. And I think WandaVision mm-hmm. takes, you know, debatably the most powerful of the Avengers and Vision, who you know, he does his thing sometimes, and puts them <laughs> in a world, and you have three characters who are side characters, but not quite in the same way. Maria Hill and Colson and those guys are, like, they're, like, they're a little off from mm-hmm. the main, but they have had roles, except for, uh, what's his name, Woo, Jimmy Woo?
0: Um, no, he was in Agents of Shield.
1: Oh, okay. But so he's not—he's not, he's not a he main. And also character. an Ant-Man. In the same way. Oh, also, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. But like. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, that's what. It's just, I think it's interesting how. We, go ahead. <laughs> sorry.
1: It's just—it's connecting the whole thing, right? Like you have—you have real people, and they're important characters, and they—they they, with these side characters, and it's—it's it's not quite as disconnected, right? You have a feeling that the next Avengers movie, right? Someone. Well, for someone better talk about what's going on here right after they've solved whatever's happening here this better not be like uh fades into the background never talk about it again and it also connects yeah it has that one ep- was that episode three four where it connects to the uh the blip
0: um i think oh. i think it's the. i
1: don't know but I that puts know. it that just it puts it more in the universe right that was that wasn't really a necessary thing to do but mm-hmm. it was a nice touch. It puts them in the universe. and makes you. It reminds you that it's. It's not just a show. It connects to Infinity War and Endgame and all those big budget productions. And it, you know, it kind of rounds it out a little more.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna um, circle back to when you said that uh, Agents of Shield was more for side characters, and WandaVision has Wanda and Vision. Um, WandaVision also brings in some side characters like Darcy. And Jimmy, like you said. But I the, I think that the difference between bringing the side characters in from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and WandaVision is that in WandaVision, they're giving you perspective. Like, we know Jimmy from, like I said, Ant-Man and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he never really had a role that gave him, quote-unquote, a purpose. Like, he has a purpose, but we... Mm-hmm we didn't really see what it was up until WandaVision. And Darcy, she was a side character, but now, like, she, she's had development. Granted, it is off screen, but she was with um, Jane Foster in the Thor movies to get college credits, mm-hmm. and now she has a doctorate of some po- of some sort because people are calling her Dr. Lewis. So we see all of these different parts of the MCU, which goes back to what I said earlier about connecting to the... Actual cinematic universe and making it seem more more um, involved. So now you see all of these different aspects of the world over time, because it's like a ten year it's a ten year journey that we've been watching this whole time, and now you kind of see it all blend together. And I think that's the difference between Agents of Shield or like Agent Carter and WandaVision. For sure, I
1: think. Mm. I think the, the biggest, my biggest fear, I'll say, I'll call it a fear, with Marvel making TV shows, just because their track record is so bad, my biggest fear with these big ones, it's like, you know, what is it, Winter Sol- Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, Loki, the Doctor Strange one, Loki, well, I, I have a lot of issues with the Loki <laughs> one, but that's besides the point, I think... My biggest fear with these was that, you know, you were going to go into a movie theater and either the events of the shows were going to just not exist at all. Or you would go into the movie theater and you'd have no idea what was going on.
0: Yeah, I, I... I think... Go ahead.
1: I think both of those are still totally possible. That's up to Marvel and how they decide to handle what they've done here. But they have made... Very interesting problems for characters, right? Like this is a this is a very much something you couldn't do in a movie. They're not necess- they're not taking a a movie plot and stretching it over twelve episodes to make a quick bank. They've created something that utilizes the TV show format, right? They give you little bits of information at a time as characters find it out, right? You know, you figure mm-hmm. out it's a TV show and she can control what's going on along with you know our our favorite trio, and. They, they they utilize all of the you know, cliffhangers and dropping information in the last thirty seconds of an episode and all of that in a way that you, you couldn't do it in a movie format. It would not be good in a movie format. It would feel rushed. You wouldn't get to notice all of these things like mm-hmm. like Darcy's Doctorate, right? You don't you don't notice that stuff in a movie
0: mm-hmm. unless
1: you watch it three or four times, which you know, I'm down to do. But <laughs> you, you get you get a more flushed out story, which I think, if that's the direction they're going to take with um, with these shows, they're going to flush out their universe, which desperately needs finishing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think
1: it, it's a very useful tool.
0: Yeah, and I think a good example of what you're talking about, like of the of the putting these things in there like last minute, is Captain Marvel. That entire movie was very forced. It's it's not necessarily a bad movie but it's just it's in the wrong place at the wrong time which brings me to Monica Rambeau because she's a huge part of WandaVision but she is part of that trademark Marvel thing where they shove something in there last minute and then they try to use a lot utilize it and this, in this case it worked it worked really well because Monica is a great character yeah. in WandaVision but it like like a lot of people I feel like wouldn't get that connection right away because
1: I don't think most people got that connection. Yeah, right I didn't get that connection way. Yeah, right because it's. I had to rewatch it a couple times and connect my little get my brain cells churn into to to figure out that she was the, the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yeah,
0: but... Captain Marvel was certainly an aspect of the MCU, at least as of late, that was a little bit. It, it just kind of irked me a little because if I feel like Captain Marvel should have been released directly after. The first Avengers movie. I feel like that's where it would have made the most sense. Captain
1: Captain Marvel only exists in the timeline it does so that she can fly through the ship in Endgame.
0: Yeah, that, they, they, brought, they, found, they found an excuse to bring her into the MCU, only to find an excuse to leave her out of it until she becomes kind oh, of useful. Oh, and to
1: find Tony. That's actually, that's probably the more important reason yeah i forgot about that yeah she only the only reason her movie came out when it did was that so she could fly through that ship get punched in the face by thanos and find tony and nebula out in the middle of space which you know not going to go into the statistics on that but <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible for that to happen
0: yeah it's it's just nobody
1: knows where they are and they're just drifting in the vacuum of space and she just happens to find them
0: yeah, her character is underdeveloped, but that's not like that's not Brie Larson's fault. A lot of people hate on Brie Larson because of that. I don't understand why, but that's certainly something that Marvel is at least turning around. I think with WandaVision, they're they're finding a way to make that habit of like you said, like putting things in their last minute. Like they're making it. Um, how do I say this? A, a good aspect of the show because it kind of leaves you, like, f- yeah. like thinking. It leaves you thinking in a good way, though. Like, not like, why did that happen? It's more yeah. of a, huh, well, what led to that, and what's going to happen because of it.
1: The other thing that you know really bothers me about what Marvel does is their, their stinking release schedules.
0: Oh my god!
1: Why, <laughs> who, why do they, why do they do that? They'll kill a character and then tell them they tell you if a, they have a sequel coming out in two years like that's one of my biggest issues with black panther by the way which we can talk about later but the release schedule format is is garbage and when you have it's just i don't even know where i'm going with this but like
0: <laughs> well they just they i mean it they, kind of they really
1: lose all of their tension from like so oh wandavision right so wandavision it uses the tv show format right it gives you nothing in the trailer mm-hmm. the trailers give you nothing they gave you no information so you're watching this you're getting this weird sitcom and then you're getting these b-dude climbing out of the sewers and like you get all of this information thrown at you in a good way
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you, you're just you're at a loss right you're trying to figure out what's going on in a way that you haven't really done with a marvel movie in forever yep. because you know you see black black panther get kicked off the cliff in the movie theater And you know he's going to live because Black Panther 2 is coming out. Now, obviously, that had a wrinkle thrown in it.
0: Yeah. But, Mm -hmm.
1: like, that kind, right? Like, nothing has any weight because you know they come back in the sequel. You don't know what's going to happen next in WandaVision, right? Mm -hmm. Like, based on how the show was going, right? Obviously, more spoilers. Spoilers if you've come (laughs) this far without watching it. That's your fault, right? Vision could have died there. In in that in episode six, right? Mm -hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen. He has no reason to come back in the next one. He could have he could have died right there when she points all the guns at that dude. I can't remember that uh, that guy's name for the life. Um, Oh gosh! (laughs) The dirt bag. We'll just call him dirt bag. Director dirt bag. There we go. Points all his guns. He he could have died right there, right? Mm -hmm. That could have been the end of him, and I think everyone would have been happy, but right because you don't know anything. Wanda is a villain. She's also a hero. She's a villain, right? Well, she might be a villain. Who knows? There's been all this speculation about um, the Agnes being a villain, Mephisto or Mephisto. I can't remember his name. Him being a villain, right? But now this director turns out he's a villain. Vision's a hero, but he could. You know, it's Uh Pietro. No one goes. No one knows what's going on with Quicksilver. Yeah. Right, you now have Speed and Wiccan, they have powers, they have powers outside of Westview, right? So you get all of this random information, and because you know nothing about where the show might go,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: it makes it interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that WandaVision, like, the whole thing about Vision could have died in the most recent episode, as of today, which is February 13th. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, the thing about how Vision could have died is that he is still technically dead. Like, we know that Wanda mm-hmm. has Vision's corpse, which is kind of weird to think about. Like, is she, is she just controlling his dead body constantly? Like, we already know that she's kind of no. doing this subconsciously. Well, we know she's doing this subconsciously. But, and we know that if he leaves, um, Westview, he kind of disintegrates. So is he actually alive, or is this just um, stuff that she's put in his head that, like, makes him work sort of, like, mechanically? Like, he is a machine, but, like, I don't know. I It's it's really—this is what I was talking well, about, how you have to get thinking, and you don't really know what you're talking about.
1: You have to think about it, and you haven't had to think about a Marvel movie <laughs> in a while.
0: Serious I Jade, think, right there.
1: I think, uh— I throw, I'm going to throw all the shade at Marvel I want. They've made some garbage, and if you disagree with me, I don't care. Um, the thing with, with Vision, though, is we, we know for a fact he's not influenced by Wanda.
0: Well, he was. Or at
1: least isn't yeah, anymore. He's not anymore. Right, because she tries to roll the credits on him, and he's not having it. <laughs> Literally. And that was kind of like, so he's not locked in, right? They're having a fight, which I would imagine if she was in total control... She wouldn't. She wouldn't be having mm-hmm. any of that, right? But like, then what the kids? So so, Wiccan and Speed, Billy and Tommy, they don't seem like they're influenced by her. She has to use her words to convince them of things, instead of just controlling their mind. Vision somehow has the power to unlink or I don't know, stop Wanda from interfering with people. Right? He's mm-hmm. done it a couple times now. There's very little explanation on that. Yeah. Right. Pietro obviously has no character explanation wise here, except for the fact that she heard him calling. So it'd be interesting to see if they do anything with that. I think they have to, right? Because it's they've they've gone too far with him to to not explain anything, right? He looks like the guy. He looks like Quicksilver from the X Men universe, from the Fox universe, and that. It's definitely not a coincidence, and if they say it is, I'm gonna be really mad, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: She brings him back from the dead, pretty much, into this this world. Mm-hmm. Where was his body? What did they do? Because so Vision, they were experimenting on. What did they do with with a uh, Quicksilver's body after Sokovia? Did he, you know, like there's a lot of question marks there. They did. They don't show a funeral like they That's do with true. Tony, right? So you don't really know anything about what happened to his body. His body could have been in a shield lab where they were cutting him to pieces and although he you know it's it's that it doesn't the bodies the zombie bodies when they pop up are disturbing aren't actually what's going on though
0: That's true right
1: you get vision post getting his his little his 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 little stone ripped out of his face but we see very clearly he's been taken apart completely yeah. by uh by sword so she either put him back together or has created this this world right he leaves the dome he doesn't immediately turn into a corpse a, a heap of of junk of scrap metal right yeah. so she's she's done something she's put him back together or brought him back to life legitimately and doesn't want him to leave
0: mm-hmm.
1: right he wasn't he wasn't falling into the pieces we saw him in the the mind stone didn't just pop out of his head and disappear and he didn't go gray right he was getting Taken apart in a way we haven't seen in the past. This wasn't her magic disappearing and him falling apart, or the mindstone going away and him dying again. Right, he was getting like pulled back into Westview. Yeah. Piece by piece.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, but we already know that Wanda is manipulating the fabric of reality. Like, like, like Darcy was did, did she went into this whole thing where she was really shocked that. Wanda is actually changing matter, so like she's—it's not just an illusion; it's actually happening. Oh yeah. So that that brings yeah. a whole other aspect of power that Wanda has, which has kind of already been addressed. But I think it's interesting that, like Vision, like you said, fell apart really slowly, and we, he just kind of—he was still sort of conscious outside of the bubble. So does that mean? Mm-hmm. That Wanda is keeping tabs of everything individually, which is, kind of, which is kind of out of the question because we know that this is subconscious, but, like, is this something that will, I, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just something to think about, it, again, because well, that's it all you're doing appear, with the show.
1: It would appear, as of right now, she has a render distance uh-huh. on her powers. Yeah. And the render distance does not cover all of Westview, because you get to the outskirts of town and you have Agnes sitting there doing nothing. You have people repeating motions like they're, you know, they're glitching. Right, it doesn't get the main yeah. attention of her, of her mind control. Her mind control is focused heavily on the people closest to her, which makes sense, especially if you look at like the sitcom format, the sitcom format, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You have you know people on set are important everyone else gets less and less important you only have one set at a time mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting cuz we don't really know the extent of her power we don't know what extending the borders does we see the borders extend and the sword stuff turns into carnivals and clowns and
0: right that and we don't that know cliffhanger though i just got to say
1: <laughs> it is an incredible cliffhanger they've done a very good job with cliffhangers it's almost like they've uh they've just included like they've taken all of their cinematic prowess with the the easter eggs at the end of of uh credits Mm -hmm. and they've thrown them into the last five seconds of each episode pretty much and given you all of the enjoyment of those easter eggs just at the end of an episode which maybe they should start doing with their movies but you know whatever They can't at this point. They're in too deep with that. Never mind. That was a bad idea. They can't not have an Easter egg. They could put the Easter egg at the end of the movie and people would still wait the entire time.
0: Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of what they already do with the end credit scenes.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm talking
0: about. Oh, okay. Right? But like, so if they to put just, that at the I'm end still... of the movie
1: <laughs> to, for, for convenience, people would that's still true. sit in theaters and wait. So there's no point in doing that. That's their thing. They can't not do it anymore.
0: It's the trademark. Yes. So, on the topic of the TV shows, which we've kind of delved pretty deep into, I think, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer was released during the Super Bowl.
1: It was released, and it was very entertaining.
0: It was. I I think it's... You and I have talked about this before, but Zemo... Was not exactly <laughs> this necessary in Civil War, but I think that what they're doing with him, at least from what we can see in the trailer, might be a little bit better than what Marvel kind of did with him. Like, he was kind of just like I a need puppet. I a refresher.
1: Where does he end up? He escapes, right, at the end of Civil War?
0: Um, I'm, not, I'm actually not 100% sure on that. Um, they better. I, think... I need
1: a crash course on that at the start of that show. <laughs> if it doesn't open with him like hiking across the Russian landscape or wherever they ended up in that movie. Um, I I need something, man. They oh, can't I think walk it it ends
0: it with, it ends with... <laughs> I think Civil War ends with him in the glass cage with um uh the the Air Force pilot dude who's in Black Panther. Um his name starts with an E. Elliot? No.
1: Martin Friedman's character? Yeah, that guy. He's in. <laughs> wait. He's in Civil War? Everett.
0: Everett. Yes! Everett Ross! Uh,
1: I don't think Everett Ross is Martin Friedman's character. Yes! I don't even I'm, know. I'm going to be real. I've seen that movie like twice. I'm going to
0: look it up right Not now. Not
1: recently. I've watched the, I've watched that airport fight scene like six times though in the last couple of days. So, speaking of that airport fight scene.
0: It was a great scene. Everett Rot Everett Everett Ross actor Martin Freeman Freeman.
1: It is. He's I did not know he was in Civil War. That is Yeah.
0: He, he, well, he you has know. like so a anyway, pretty small role. I was watching
1: there. I was watching pretty much the the scene that inspires that inspired the creation of Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'm gonna let you guess what what scene do you think I'm thinking of
0: um can you move your seat up no you have no idea <laughs> I don't know that's what I that's my favorite Sam and Bucky scene in the car
1: okay, I have one scene in my mind though Them it's a one fight them scene.
0: fighting Spider-man yes nice. that's okay
1: it's great i kind of fed that to wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Okay. you is that because is that I think that might be their only also le- because of anthony mackie and sebastian stans like opposition to tom holland
1: well it's 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 a little bit of everything it's a great fight scene <laughs> you gotta give it to them they can they can do fight scenes sometimes when they're yeah. not drowning you in cgi they actually do some good stuff
0: yeah i have I...
1: that fight scene in particular <laughs> ends with a very key scene of the two of them. You couldn't
0: them have done that earlier. Stuck on the yeah, floor. Mm-hmm.
1: Stuck on the floor, webbed up. And he puts out his little thing, his little his little probe, and it, it destroys yeah. Tom Holland. <laughs> and, and Bucky looks over and he goes, he you couldn't have done, that, done earlier? that earlier. I hate you. And then uh, I hate you comes out of his mouth. I,
0: I love and it. And that
1: single moment has inspired a TV show.
0: Pretty much.
1: And I think that is that is where Marvel is at its best.
0: Yeah. It's... Is,
1: is its little itty-bitty moments. And that is the only reason I am excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because there's going to be a whole show of itty-bitty moments. And if you think about it, so is WandaVision. It's a lot of itty-bitty. It's it's way less about, you know, the big CGI finish mm-hmm. and way more about legitimate questions that need answering. And character and legitimate development. Problems, yeah. And Legitimate character development. And it's... It's crazy. I forgot they could do it, honestly. <laughs> but they've proven to me that they have not forgotten how to create good content. And they will hopefully continue to do that in the future. And if they screw up Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I'm switching to DC.
0: You better not. Okay, I, I have a small confession to make. I, too, am very excited for the Falcon and really? the Winter Soldier. Um, I, think that, I think that a big part of the inspiration was the the... The, the chemistry between Sebastian and Stan- Anthony Mackie on the press tour mm. for Civil War and, like, the Winter yeah. Soldier and stuff. Um, but I also am just a full-on Bucky fanatic. I'm, I'm sitting here, no joke, I'm wearing a shirt that says Bucky that has his character printed on it, and I'm wearing a sweatshirt that has the Winter Soldier arm printed on it. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I have genuine problems, Kyle. I'm, just, is, I'm wearing, this, we I'm wearing normal
1: clothes. I'm actually, I'm actually wearing a shirt that says CGI fight scenes are bad ways of ending movies. And <laughs> that's all I've got wow. for you. Wow. And, <laughs> and if you disagree with me, go watch Black Panther again and tell me it doesn't end in a dumpster fire.
0: Oh my god. You—you—it's So much slander. I will not stand for this. Um, but yeah, the fact that Winter <laughs> Soldier, if they somehow managed to fuck that up. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna not I'm I'm just gonna that's just the end. That's the end of me.
1: <laughs> it will be maybe the greatest disappointment of their entire careers. Probably. Here's here's my one my one worry. Mm-hmm. You can call it a worry. I'm not particularly involved or worried about it, but it's it's a concern.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that You have two characters who are primarily known for punching things in the face (laughs) and shooting guns in various fashion. Uh Uh-huh. My biggest concern is that they forget all the good they've done with WandaVision in legitimate storytelling, right? Because they have two more flushed-out characters than Wanda and Vision. They've got two legitimate characters, right? They've done some stuff. They've, you know, they've punched things in the face. They've shot some guns. Mm
0: -hmm. And...
1: I'm worried that they are going to make a show about Bucky and, uh, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier punching stuff in the face and shooting guns. Uh, And it's going to end in a CGI fight scene on some, some high stakes bomb, probably. And, and that's my biggest concern because Zemo, we, as we know, is, is a horrible villain. He's not great at creating high stakes (laughs) and... I'm just worried he's gonna lure them out into the middle of some frozen wasteland. Again. And it's actually gonna be it's actually gonna be revealed that during his, his assassin phase, where he ages zero years, um, Bucky killed Sam's parents.
0: No, no, no. Bucky killed Riley. Have...
1: Oh my god, it goes so deep. <laughs> but yes, that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is they're not gonna build anything new and they're just gonna they're gonna create They're going to bring back some garbage, and it's going to be more of Bucky doing stuff, even though we've already clarified that it wasn't really him, and there's nothing he can do about it, and that's going to be a test to their friendship, just like it's how Steve and Cap, that's what, I'm just worried, uh, it's my concern, and if they do it, I'm going to be angry. If
0: you're worried, if you're worried about things not being different, well, I think that Marvel just confirmed that the show is going to be rated R, which is already something different.
1: It is something different. Well, they're they're greasing the skates for uh, for Deadpool to come in to the MCU and make his debut. Oh gosh! Which is going to be the worst day I- I of think my that's... life. I will. <laughs> there. Okay. I mean,
0: speak for yourself. I think if they can bring Ryan Reynolds into the whole Sam Bucky banter, it would be Chef's kiss.
1: But let's be Wonderful. real here. Let's be real. The only way they get him in is if they somehow explain Wanda tearing a hole through reality with her thing and bringing in the X-Men. Yeah. And that means... Or, I don't remember... That means the only way Ryan Reynolds gets in is in a team-up movie, and historically, those aren't great. That's true. And I don't want to see Deadpool for, for five and a half seconds in a CGI fight scene. I want a whole movie of Deadpool and, like... Well, well, to be completely honest with you, I think the uh, if they're going to bring him in, they're going to bring in all the the Fox guys, I want to see Tom Holland and Deadpool in an R-rated Spider-Man movie. But they'll never do that because they need oh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. for money.
0: That's true. But um, going back to the whole Wanda um, and the X-Men thing, I don't remember if it was you or someone else who said this to me, but um, someone um, pitched an idea to me, and I thought it was really interesting. So, you know how in the most recent episode of one of episode six? Yes. I think. Most recent. Yeah. The most recent episodes, um, Monica's, like like Darcy said, that Monica's uh, DNA was all over the place after she went through the bubble.
1: Yep.
0: Right? So, yes. this person that said this to me said, What if that's how mutants are created and all the people that are trapped in Westview will become the mutants?
1: That. Would be interesting. My <laughs> only thing with that is then it it, it there. I I mean yes, that would be that would be cool. That would be very interesting. It would make sense hey. because both um, Wiccan and Speed, Speed. are mm-hmm. mutants. Yeah, that makes sense. It would be cool.
0: Yeah, nice. that's I a sure. lot
1: of mutants.
0: It is to cover Wait.
1: in not a lot of time if you if now of course I I would I would really rather not see the X Men interfere because they've done those movies are just so bad and I would prefer they don't tackle They're the multiverse bad. idea because it the X Men movies
0: yeah i, all right, I mean, all, right, the, all, right, all right let me the timeline me is a little messed up let though, me
1: before you but... before you jump on me before you jump on me. Let me let me let me spell out my likes and dislikes about the X Men universe.
0: Oh Jesus! Okay.
1: X Men, one, two, and three. So the the main three. I don't even. The Last Stand is the only one that comes to mind in naming okay. of them. Those three are hot garbage. Everything: okay. the suits, the characters, the fight scenes, the dialogue, the sets. The sets are actually okay, but it's the stories. It's just bad, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of the other ones. The only really the only good parts of those are. Uh, uh, Patrick Stewart and um, Sir Ian McKellen, the, and Hugh Jackman. Those are the shining lights in those.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: you roll it back to to Young, right? You have, uh, oh, I can't even remember their names. Uh, the actors' names. James McAvoy. Yep. And Matt, Mark, whatever. You have the Young guys, right? Yes.
0: So you've, you've
1: got, you've got yeah. Young, Professor X young charles and you've got young magneto young eric right yeah those movies have some really good stuff in them they also have some really bad stuff and
0: yeah well one of the good things was evan peters is quicksilver
1: he is the greatest i think definitely top five for me comic Mm -hmm. book adaptations of characters into cinema yeah he has by far the two coolest speedster scenes that have ever been put on anything, which isn't saying a lot, but <laughs> by far two of the coolest scenes in any superhero movie ever. Yep. He's got the look, he's got the attitude, he's got the sass, he's got the, you know, Evan, Evan Peters is his name? Yep. Yeah, he's got that, like, Evans Peter, Evan Peters American Horror Story, like, twitchy, twangy accent from uh, Asylum. I don't know if you've yeah, seen that. He's, good.
0: He's great.
1: He's got that, he's just, he's got the feel that you want for quick, for a young Quicksilver at least, right? Yeah. They, they didn't bring over his speed to the same degree, which I think is a good call because he is really uh, fast uh-huh. in the X-Men universe. Oh yeah. And he is about Definitely. Pietro Quicksilver from Age of Ultron fast in WandaVision from what I've seen. Yeah, which
0: isn't much. But... He's not
1: like you know stop time fast but i'm I'm okay with that because stop time fast much like every other x-men in that universe puts you you know you toe the line of like he should really never lose to anybody
0: That, that yeah I, I see that i, I get that
1: right because, like, you think about, like, dude is literally so fast that people can't react to him. Like, he, he move he runs. Like, if you watch that, um... The
0: mansion exp- The one from
1: Apocalypse, oh. where, you know, he comes in, where it opens, it opens with the bee standing still. Oh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet dreams. Right?
1: And it way. moves on to all these people who the entire time, like, don't move. What yep. is that sweet dream, mm-hmm. right? The song? God, that scene is a yeah. masterpiece, right? Like, that man should never have lost to Apocalypse, but besides the point... Right? Like, that is a level of power that you don't have in the MCU. At least you don't have Well, I was about to
0: say, Marvel isn't exactly known for its consistency, so we could just toss that out the window. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. I think that bringing back the X-Men movies is a great way to end this.
1: I would agree. I think uh, Marvel somehow explained bringing Evan Peters in. Just maybe say it was a casting choice. <laughs> I think that's the way to go with it. I don't think merging the X-Men, I think, yeah, I think it's a good cameo. I think you, you just, you start think yeah, it's I think it's, a, I think it's a good them, cameo. Um, J. Jonah, Jameson, whatever, just be like, he did a great job in, in Raimi's Spider-Man series. No connection. He's not from another universe, right? He's just there. He's just there because he did it good once. He's going to do it good again.
0: It's, it's, don't do whatever it, you're planning for Tom for the Holland's audience. third movie.
1: It's a bad idea. Don't make it into the Spider-Verse live action. Nobody wants it. It's not going to be good. You don't have a character to base it off of. You've done nothing for Tom Holland's character development. Just don't bring in two more Spider-Men. That's a bad idea. Just let it. Let him fight the lizard in the mm-hmm. sewers or you know, deal with Kraven the Hunter or just let him do. Let him be Spider Man for one one movie, and just let the villains be the villains from the comics. Don't give them winged jetpacks. Don't do all of that. Just just make them normal weird Spider Man villains.
0: Normal weird. Good Call job. it a day.
1: Give him a movie where he solves some problems. He saves some people. He misses a day or two of school because that's how that would really work. You know he comes into school banged up. Mm-hmm. He leaves. He fights crime. Like, give it to him. Give him Spider Man. Don't give him Tony Stark as a young boy swinging around okay. okay. instead of fighting. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Get okay. Back. Okay. I'm gonna stop you right there. I think this is a topic for another day. You're kind of getting a little sidetracked. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think this is a good wrap up. Alrighty. Um, right here. Cool. I mean, we've been going for a little while, so I think this is a good send off point I don't know how to speak apparently um, do you want to say any final something
1: oh, I uh, hope you enjoyed
0: thanks for listening You'll
1: probably do it again next week sure hope so start off with WandaVision and roll into some more ranting I think that'll be a good format yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: alright Um, signing off I suppose <laughs> peace